Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Whilst I say the name Hulkenberg, there's another rumor. <laughs> there's a big rumor around Hulkenberg. Big is, rumor. As it's a rumor. Welcome back to Pit Stop. It's the start of the summer break, the start of silly season. To be honest, being Pit Stop, I don't think it's ever not been silly no, season. No, it's always silly season. <laughs> but here we are, guys. First episode of the August break. How you feel about it, Jake? Yeah, I'm sad there's no racing, but we're coming to you on a Friday. Happy weekend. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend here in London. It's uh, in the middle of summer. School is officially out. School's out for this summer. This time of year. What would we have been doing this time of year when we were in school? We well, sat I went, on Xbox? I went through three different periods, right? Okay. Period one, when I was really, really young. RuneScape. I would have played RuneScape yeah. throughout the whole of the Agreed. summer season. I'd go to my grandparents' house. They'd cook me a fry up every morning. I was a chubby little bastard. And I'd <laughs> sit there. I'd watch Top Gear, SpongeBob, and play RuneScape. Um, then I got older and I started going out on my bike. So I would have spent all summer on my bike riding yeah. dirt jumps, building dirt jumps. And then probably Call of Duty with you at some point. My three periods are pretty similar. When I was younger, you had I would three go to periods my, as well? Yeah, I would go to my grandparents' house because they had a computer and Wi-Fi. I didn't have that in mine. That's where I'd play RuneScape. But you would play it with a bit of knowledge. I would play it and just go to Barbarian Village and get killed by everything in no, the, no, no. There down was, the hole. There was no knowledge, mate. There I didn't know no about Rune HQ back then. I was too young. I had I had a lot of time on my hands and still zero knowledge. Part two would have been uh, when I started going out and play football with my mates in summer and, and playing like football tournaments. And part three would have been Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 over and over again. You... Modern Warfare 2 wasn't a game to you. It was. Do you know what my playtime was? It it's was actually disgusting. It was a lifestyle. Two accounts. One of them had 189 days played, and the other one had like 140 days played. That's Jesus. basically over a year of my life. Actually, a year I spent playing a game. That is bad, isn't it? That is bad. Do you For know what's game? Do you know what's good though? Go on, tell me something that's good. Well, let's say roughly our pods are on average. 45 minutes long. Yeah, yeah. We've done over 150 episodes now. Okay, so how, how long I want to clap that? that because that's a lot right. of episodes. Yeah, let's have a little clap for that. Over 150 episodes of Pit Stop, guys. That's 6,000. That's wrong. No, I've got that completely wrong. Uh, well, 6,750 minutes. Wow. So how, how many, many minutes in a year? How many, yeah, how many in a day? A day? Well, there's 60 minutes an hour and there's 24 hours a day. Yep. So, 1,200, 6, 12, 18, 24. One, would it be 14,800? 1,440. 1,440, that's right. So, 6,750, or whatever it was. Okay. Divided by 1,440, right? Oh, God, you've got me confused. Is that right? I don't think that's right. <laughs> Divided by 1,440 equals four and a half days. 
So if you listen to every episode of Fifth... Right, so if you stop what you're doing right now and just played from episode one, it would take you four and a half days. And I feel like we've done a lot of episodes. <laughs> Wait, how, how many days do you do at Call of Duty? Uh, more than that, like over 300 put together, <laughs> something like that. Fucking hell. Yeah. Mate, that's ridiculous. But yeah, that was um, what Imagine we Imagine if you'd only put that much time into learning about Formula One. I know. Then maybe we'd have a solid podcast. <laughs> Instead, here we are. Pit stop podcast. Silly season is among us. It is. I'm sure the drivers are making the most of their holidays, probably out and about. What do you reckon they're up to? Hmm. Because if it was me, I mean, I know, like, even if these drivers aren't from Europe, they're probably based in Europe because of the teams, mm-hmm. right? But I would go to somewhere like Lake Garda or somewhere Lake in Garda. Lake like Garda, very that. nice. Or somewhere be- like the, the Norwegian fjords. I'd take a boat out. The I Norwegian mi- fjords, what's that? The Norwegian fjords. What's that? It's where the water comes in from the sea. And there's like, you have these big, they look like lakes, but they all, I think they all go out to sea. And you have these massive bodies of water between two mountains. Can you swim in them? Of course, yeah. That sounds nice. A paddleboard out there. Your brother is out there. A couple of beers. My little brother is on a cruise ship all around Norway. Very exciting. I'm actually seeing my little brother tomorrow as he docks in... Uh, Southampton. You He's are. docking in Southampton and I get to see him for the first time. He's I on take a, cruise a sip ship. of my AG1. I reckon Lando Norris is probably just cruising around Monaco. Actually, Lando's in London right now, but I reckon he'll go back to Monaco, cruise around in his car. Do you think... Like, I'd love to go to Monaco for a holiday, but do you think to like, the racing drivers it's actually that special anymore? Um, they race there, they spend time there. I think Max lives there, doesn't he? I think it's a very beautiful place. I think it would be a great place to live. The weather's probably better than here. It's probably like a small... I'd probably liken it to Chelsea in London, where it's like its it own little community. It probably is like that. Got a bit of a bubble around it. You can just go knock on your mate's door, you know? The drivers yeah. are just down the road. Just. Remember those days of knocking on your mate's door before mobile it's phones? It's long gone, man. It's long gone. I don't know. Some of our younger listeners, you've probably always grown up with a mobile phone. I think I got my first... We spoke about this already. I got yeah. my first phone around about 10 years old, I think. Like a piece of crap. But it was like just so I could like call my parents if I was out and in danger, you know? But never, I never had any credit. I would, I always, I would spend all my credit, credit on credit. the back of their magazines. Not what you think. I was just getting polyphonic ringtones. Magazines. Yeah, polyphonic ringtone. What magazines are you on about? Where it would come in and it would like be like, at the back of it, it would say like, text this number to get this song. And then you'd, you'd get like, boop, 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 as really? a ringtone. That's what I would spend I my money on. I used to have those magazines where you could like collect a little toy car. Oh, okay. So my granddad would buy them for me once a week or once every two weeks. And it would come strapped to the back of it. A little plastic toy car. So and a whole your love basket. for cars as well has truly been there from a young, young age. It really has, mate. I don't know a lot about cars, but I do love them. Fab's actually been asked to go and do a talk about cars. <laughs> <laughs> I was asked to do a talk on uh, on Ferraris and the history of Ferrari. A panel. Fab on a panel. And I don't know really anything about the history of Ferrari. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Someone puts their hand up. Yeah, I've got a question for Fab. What's the difference between the uh, Ferrari engine in 1980? <laughs> I'd be <Confess>. lost. <laughs> I'd be completely lost, man. So Fab I would just do. run for the door. You had to decline that opportunity. <laughs> I did, yeah, I, I did. We did think it could be quite funny, though. Mic him up and get a camera on him. Look, I don't think I should be mic'd up and have a camera on me at the best of times, especially not when I'm talking about cars, all right? Okay. No, no mic it up and talking about it when you're talking about cars. I know that you have... Some fun things to talk about today. Look, there's been some stuff happening. It may be silly season, and this may be silly information. But people come to Pit, sc- pit Stop for incorrect information. So h- here we go. We're, we're here to give it to you. Actually, some of this might be true. 
And one of them that <laughs> might be true. <laughs> Keyword might. The one that is really catching my eye. Alpha Tauri may run this year's Red Bull next year. Did you hear that right? Excuse me, young man. Alpha Tauri's car next year might be this year's Red Bull. Is that legal? Yeah, 100%. They're allowed to do that? Yeah, as long as Red Bull's car is different. Red Bull can just give them the car. I assume that's pretty much where it's going. But, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> there's a few articles on it. And they may be from dodgy websites and people are talking about it on Twitter. But imagine that. The thing is, we call these websites dodgy websites, but they're going to be way more creditable than us. So I've, I take that as fact, mate. Imagine they did that, though. Like, then the Alpha Tauri would be rapid because no doubt the Red Bull this year is going to be quicker than half the grid's cars next year. But what about, like, regulation changes and stuff? No? There's none. There's none, is there, until 2026. There's going to be something, surely. Well, isn't August the time when they bring out the sheet of paper which says everything that they're changing for next <laughs> no, year? Where does the sheet of paper go? What sheet of paper is this? Uh, it's handwritten. <laughs> Who writes it? By, it's handwritten by Max Futro. <laughs> Max Futro and Ross Braun together and it's sit there in a room. Yeah, and it's faxed to Michael Massey. And he <laughs> reads... Max Futro, how did you pull that He name? reads it over to make sure that it's all right um, and then gives it the go-ahead. <laughs> Does Dominicano do anything, or does he just trust No, Max? the FIA just roll over and get belly, belly rubbed. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the Alfa Tauri, if, if they did do that, do you think that that car would be good enough to compete? <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, of course. It's not going to be better than every other car on the grid, probably, apart from Red Bull. I can see how they'd do it, though, because you'd change it a little bit. I don't know, it's interesting when there's, when there's two teams like that, when you have like a baby team, how much you can and can't do with them. And also AlphaTauri, as we know, is being renamed next year. Have you seen the team that may be taking it? No. Have you seen what it may be called? No, I have not. Hugo Boss Bulls Racing. Yeah, I did see that. Hugo Boss, how sick is that? So do you think it would be all black? I don't know. It would be a good look. Maybe it would be dressed as a polo it'd or something. It would look like one of the old Lotus cars. A shirt. You'd have, you'd have to make the livery like a polo or a shirt or something. It would be genius. If it's, um, if it's it Hugo Boss, the <clears throat> then like the Hugo branding would be all over it, wouldn't it? It's I guess. what I like. There'll be a lot of people, I reckon, that don't like the idea of brands like that maybe coming in. I reckon some people like it just being car brands. But I think that's really cool. Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter because when you look at it from the perspective of like Hugo Boss isn't making the engine or they're not designing the air. No. It's purely how much money they can bring in. And if Hugo Boss can bring in a load of fucking cash to like make the car, give him more money and make it, make it better, then why not? I might be missing something, but I just never assumed. A, I mean, I know Hugo Boss is massive, but I didn't think they'd be like, have the money really. Where's the, where's the like, prime car? so much money. Well, they're in Formula E, aren't they? Hugo Boss. Okay. The Boss Emotion Club. Yes, they are. The Boss Emotion Club. Yeah. But um, where's the Prime car, mate? What, like a Google car? Like a, yeah. They like do, a, they're with McLaren, aren't they? They do a lot no, like with Prime, McLaren. like Amazon Prime. Oh, not Chrome. Oh, my brain just The most dead. amount of money in the whole world. Or Prime, who we have on the shelf here, Logan Paul and KSI. They got some cash. Look, imagine that. A whole blue imagine car. Imagine that. Yeah, and it's just got Prime written. Do you know, I wouldn't even rule it out, mate. They've sponsored Barcelona. They've sponsored Arsenal. Like, two yeah. of the biggest football teams in the world. Imagine how much money they got to That would be it. mega, wouldn't it? I, yeah, I forgot that um, Boss were actually already doing the Formula E. 
That's nuts. Yeah, well, that's who Alpha Tauri may be right now. Hugo Boss, Balls Racing. Let us know what you think about that. <laughs> I can't hear you say balls own. and not laugh. <laughs> Why? Does it not sound right? <laughs> this is funny, isn't it? Here's I a pick- question for you. All right. I've got a list here of the drivers on the grid, but compared to their teammate, who has picked up the most points for their team? Now, I want to go through each hmm. team, you know, and I, I want you to tell me, just you'll get it quite easily. This is great. This is but fun. But I want you to tell me who's got the most points for each team. So this is fun start. because I like a quiz. I like when you quiz me, but they're always really hard. This one's easy. Yeah. And I've got the percentages to follow it up. Great. However, if I get it wrong, I look like a right knob. You are. Williams? Come on. Alban? Yeah. 100% of the points. Alpha Tauri? Uh, Yuki. Yep. 100% of the points. Haas? It's um, it's not Magnussen. Nope, it's Hulkenberg. Eighty-one percent. Hulkenberg. Forgot his name for a minute. Oh, whilst I say the name Hulkenberg, there's another. (laughs) There's a big rumor around Hulkenberg. Big rumor. It's a rumor. He's gonna smash the track up, is he? (laughs) Hulkenberg was spotted coming out of the Red Bull garages. Oh, come on. There is a few rumours that he would be a perfect teammate for Max Verstappen. I think we've named every single driver on the grid to be the perfect teammate Yeah, but most of the time we name him, it's just me hoping that Oscar Piastri is the next one. You know? Yeah, but we said Lando. We said maybe Ricardo. Lando back. actually said... That I he... said Logan Sargent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lando said recently that he was actually thinking of swapping teams but then the McLaren became a lot better and now he's well, that, happy there. Yeah, I heard uh, Lando say that he's going to stay with McLaren until the end of time. Could you ever imagine Hulkenberg at Red Bull? Is that just a straight no? Nah, I don't really picture it, to be honest. It depends what Red Bull want, man. It depends what Red Bull want. Like, if they're so dedicated to Max and they're going to win championships with Max, and I don't know if Jos Verstappen has said, like, my son needs to be an eight-time world champion, but do Red Bull want to have just a secondary driver, a wingman to Max, or do they want someone else who's going to compete? Mm. and try and win it well later in the podcast we're going to talk about something that will give you a bit of an answer for that oh, because God. jake has got all sorts of screenshots Christ. on his phone today on the edge of my seat aston martin alonso yep 76 percent. mclaren not not bad from uh old lance there though uh well well he's got 24 percent of the points. lance was the word on wordle the other day as well <laughs> You're loving a bit of that wordle. Thank you. That's a proper throwback. Yeah, McLaren. Uh, Lando. Yep. 67%. Red Mate, Bull. Honestly, it's harder for me to even guess who, who's driving for the teams. <laughs> Red Bull. Perez. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> 62%. Alpine. Alpine. Uh, Ocon. Yep. 61%. Mercedes. Lewis. 60%. Alpha only Romeo. 60% for Lewis. Yeah. That's very, 60%. very interesting. George is killing it. They're in the same car. Did you see? <laughs> I need to go back to it quickly. Just before you go any further, did you see, at, was it the Hungarian Grand Prix or was it Spa? There was that guy who was singing the national anthem <laughs> and it was quite funny. I mean, I thought it was, it was very different. He was wearing like a cape and funny sunglasses. Is it where all the drivers were laughing? <laughs> well, no one was laughing apart from <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> Fernando turns around and you, you can t- he's just straight up with it. And someone's because he was stood next to Lando and someone said if Lando had turned around and seen him, he would have just cracked. And George was cracking up as well. <laughs> oh. I would have been wetting myself. Yeah. Alfa Romeo? Alfa Romeo. 
Bottas. 56%. And Ooh, finally... Not much in it. Not much in it. Finally. Don't get this one wrong. Oh. Okay, think about it. Ferrari. Who's got more points? Charles. Charles Leclerc, 52%. Clean sweep, 10 out of 10 for it's, Fabio Bocca. Some of those two were very close at the end, though. Some of those two were very, very close to the end there. What we said, what I wanted to go back to, is you were just saying, do Red Bull want a driver that is going to compete? Right, in front of me here, I've got the 2022 versus 2023 constructors' standings at this point in the season. This is absolutely ridiculous. Last year, at this point, Red Bull had 396 points in the constructors. This year, Red Bull have 503 points already. Sorry, mate. Say that again. I just got a phone call from Bristol. Red Bull have 503 points this year already in the Constructors compared to 396 last season. 396. Wow. Mercedes this year are second right now with 247 points. Mm -hmm. This time last year, they were third with 270 they had more points last year and were third that just shows you how much red how bull have ran away with ferrari it. are doing <laughs> oh my god yeah ferrari had 314 this time last year now they got 191 <sighs> the standings look very different because aston martin's in there in third and alpine were fourth this time last year they're sixth right now mclaren haven't really moved they're doing better this year than they were last year as we know but in terms of Red Bull wanting another driver that's going to actually get wins, I, I don't think no matter who they get, they're going to get wins. I think Max beats anyone on the grid anyway. It's funny you just talking about Alpine there, or just talking about the teams in general, because I was trying to come up with a segment for this pod beforehand, but it didn't quite work out because it just, it just didn't work. But I was looking at where the cars were ranked mm-hmm. pre-season, after pre-season testing. McLaren were ninth, mate. And Williams were last, right? Uh, yeah, and AlphaTauri were in front of McLaren. So, yeah, but is that just off... Is that literally off pre-season test times? Yeah. So they've improved that much? Yeah. Wow. McLaren are fifth in the championship now. They have really... McLaren have really stepped it up. And I saw the pictures of Oscar back in the factory taking his sprint trophy. All of that stuff is great for morale. Yep. Like, this is one of them sports where you have to push it to the complete limit. I think Oscar's confidence... It's a shame about what happened in the feature race, the last race. But I reckon Oscar's confidence, Lando's confidence must be so high right now because they've wanted this car and they've been given a car that can potentially get them a podium. Mm. They're, not, they're not aiming to win, like, let's be honest. They want to, but they know they can't really. Like, you even saw Oscar joke about it in the uh, interviews after. And I, I, everyone just knows they can't beat Max, which is such a weird dynamic. It's funny, though, how... I mean, Max is obviously going to know that he's so far in front and he hasn't got to worry. But still, leading up to every race, he, he's still, I don't want to say doubtful, but he's still very much in the mindset. Because did you see him at Spa, the clip, when he's going through Eau Rouge, clips the corner, clips the curb, mm. going up Eau Rouge, and gets a snap of oversteer and has to correct it. And that could, he could have been gone. That could have been Max out of the race. Did you hear that? Yeah, okay. Hang on, let me, I, I heard it, I heard it. Let me get a clip, of, by the let way. Let me get a bit of moisture on your fingers. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's how easily a, a Grand Prix could come to an end, even for someone who's leading by four million seconds. It, yeah, it could, well, it could happen to anyone. I love the way every, before every single race you get the same interview from like Max. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a tricky weekend. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, try our best today. Yeah, yeah and he comes on the radio <laughs> mid-race. He's like, yeah, can I get an ice cream with chocolate sprinkles? <laughs> 
he's knows funny he's gonna win. He knows he's. I reckon the Red Bull media team briefing before they're like, just make it sound like it's gonna be hard. Do you think we could ever ever get Max on the pod? I would love Max on the pod because I'd love him to do the sim lap. I mean, I'd love to chat love to chat to him about things. Um, I'd also like to talk to him about like nothing to do with racing and just try and understand how glued this, how locked in this guy is kind of thing. If anyone's been seeing our recent guest episodes that we put on YouTube, you've probably noticed that we've started to kind of do more stuff with our guests. And speaking of guests, we have a guest coming out this Sunday, guys. Mm -hmm. 10 a.m. Check like check that out because it's special and there's a very special segment which we'll mention after this. But we always want to keep our guests in the flat now. So, like I said before, we've been very lucky to do the Alfa Romeo drivers, the Ferrari drivers. Yep. But it's never been in our flat. We want everyone to come to our flat now. And that was a big ask. Yeah. But we do want it to be here because of the sim lap and everything else. But with someone like Max, I would love you'd need budget, right? But which we haven't got. But I would love to go back to his hometown. Oh, that'd be wicked. See where he grew up. See the kart track that he started on. Yeah. Go to his house in Monaco. Him give us a tour of like a day in the life of Max Verstappen. Because Charles Leclerc did it, didn't he? A day in the life of Charles. Mm -hmm. I would love to do that with Max. Get Max on the piano. See if he can do a song like Charles Leclerc. <laughs> he would just be incredible at it. You know, he would. Straight he from would, the up. He would absolutely shred the keys. No, it's, it's, that is true. I think doing the guest episodes in the flat is, is much better. Like, yeah, we've been incredibly lucky to go and do these episodes in other places like the Alfa Romeo guys. But when we did that, look at everything that went wrong. It was just such a... To make it happen was a disaster. The odds were against us for sure. And like when we filmed the, with the Ferrari guys, we weren't able to make it as good as we wanted because of just the location and the setting and that. And Time constraints, everything else. And yeah. when you do it at the flat, we really can control our own show, which I love. But like Fab was saying, yeah, Sunday's episode at 10 a.m., we take a guest out and about. And uh, guys. something new has come to the Pit Stop podcast. I think you guys are going to love it. I'm so excited for it. There is a brand new segment and i think drivers and other people are going to get excited about it i think it's going to become something it's going to start how the fastest lap leaderboard started with the sim right it was just you me and oscar on there oscar had no competition great resume by the way i don't think he really gave a shit because he didn't <laughs> care if he beat me or jake even though we are good but then as the list has grown and more people have come on, I've noticed it in their reactions. They'll sit there and they're yeah, they do. so tense. They do. They really want to... They Like the guy that we just had on the pod to do the sim lap, he was nervous, man. He was nervous. He really wanted to do well. I love seeing this list. I come out my room every day and it's expanded to the point of now from where I'm sat, I can't actually see the bottom. You know, for so yeah. long there was only like three people on there and now it's actually a proper leaderboard and it does look like the Top Gear leaderboard. Well, should we? Gear. Should we it's just great. let's just spill the beans, mate? Of what, on, of what it is? Unlock the lid and spill Guys, the beans. Our new segment, which is going to be going live, the first taste of it that you're going to get on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. is a second fastest lap leaderboard in carts. Ding ding ding! We have collaborated with a karting track close to our flat, Brentwood Karting. It's going to be the home of the pit stop karting fastest lap. That's right. And me, Jake, and our guest are the first three people to set a lap. And yep. it's great. And when we get a new guest on that wants to set, set a cart and lap, we'll take them there and they will have times to compete against. And eventually we'll end up with a massive leaderboard again. But you're going to get to see these guests in a cart, everyone in the same cart, 
everyone on the same track. It might be wet some days, and that's what we're really excited <laughs> oh, for. <laughs> then we'll have to go oh out and set God, some wet I'm laps. I'm so excited. <laughs> wet laps will be hilarious. And the other thing is, I know like, we now have two fastest lap leaderboards. I guess not all of our guests are going to be able to get in the cart. No. We have a waiver that they can sign, you know, so they don't get hurt and everything else, but... Not all of our guests are going to be able to do it, but hopefully the majority of them will. Yeah, so. yeah, but definitely won't be for everyone just because the time restraints as well. Like, you know, if we're doing a, one of them episodes, we've got to pick the guest up, take them there, get film it, come back to the flat, film that. You know, it's, that takes a lot longer. Whereas normally mm. we say to a guest like, oh, an hour and a half, we can get everything done. Yeah. With that, you're looking at like four hours. So yeah, yeah not everyone can do it. But it is very, very exciting. Can't wait for you guys to see that. Sunday just an extra little bit of flavour, a little bit of seasoning. You know, like when you're cooking some chicken, like you're making some. No. You're making. No, you don't. You, actually, don't, you, don't, you know. don't know what that's like. Whenever I'm cooking, I'm cooking a bit of chicken, maybe to make a little chicken wrap, and I'll taste a bit of chicken. It needs a little bit. It's like that click, by the way. <laughs> it needs a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It needs a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, maybe a little bit of paprika, maybe a little bit of garlic powder, just something to spice it up. And I feel like we've spice the pot up we've elevated the dimension of flavor to the we, podcast we have to keep evolving mate we, we have do. to keep evolving like a pokemon like yes just like that i'm like a bulbasaurus mate uh, i am because i've had a few too many pies recently i'm like a blue eyes white dragon slash dark magician kind of guy that's Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah that yeah fair play sebastian battle <laughs> sebastian battle right I, this video is old but i only saw it this morning and i have to talk about it there's a video on Twitter of Sebastian Vettel, yeah? It's on, like, the F1. You know they're doing Grill the Grid for summer? Sure. Yeah, it's not that, but years ago, they did something similar. And they asked Vettel to name every Formula One world champion ever. F- Sebastian Vettel, I'm not even joking you. There's a video on the internet of him naming every world champion from 2020 back to 1950 without getting any wrong. Do you have year the list? By year. No, but I have the uh, I have a screenshot of the video. I would have loved to have given it a go. Well, you want to have a go? <laughs> Got anywhere near it? Well, how far do you think you could go back? Damon Hill, 1996, same day as Jake Boy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good start. No, I just think that's unbelievably impressive. That's really impressive. Because you're I guess... talking 1983, Nelson Piquet, 1982, Kiki Rosberg, 1981. Do you know what? I would have got Kiki Rosberg because it was on the page that I was just looking at. Okay, 1978 then, who? 1978. Juan Manuel Fang- uh, Fangio. No. Andretti. <laughs> Mario Andretti. <laughs> Sorry, I was just wait- going- I was waiting for it to come to the top of my head. <laughs> <I'm trying> to- <laughs> <laughs> Michael Schumacher, Sebastian Vettel, Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, Jensen Button. You're just naming world champions right now. Nico Rosberg. 2016. In 2016? Yep. Who was the world champion in 2016? Nico Rosberg. Yeah, I just said Nico Rosberg. Who was the world champion in 1973? 73? Think about it. Who's the really popular guy who's always on telly? Old guy. Johnny Herbert? Got Rafael Nadal <laughs> to do the interview <laughs> on Sky Sports. He did what? He got Rafael Nadal to do the interview on Sky Sports. <laughs> You're like, who's Rafael Nadal? Uh, no, you know who Rafael Nadal is. Um, sir, Jackie, Jackie Stewart. Stewart won in 1973. Rafael Nadal is a tennis player. Yeah, he is a tennis player. Let's go. Same no, as Carlos I just Angel. thought that was mad impressive that Sebastian Vettel could do that anyway. Breaking news. Oh, God. David Croft. Crofty has said a few bits and bobs. Is he under fire? 
Has he been a naughty boy? Well, Crofty thinks Lance Stroll has lost his way a little bit. He I'm losing he's lost my way through this darkness. darkness. He thinks he's lost his mojo. Right. And <laughs> we know all know when you lose your mojo. <laughs> what was that? Was that even English? I don't know, I don't you just know. spoke like some strange alien dialect. But where I'm going is. Let me just sit forward for this one. Oh no. Hang he, on, am I too relaxed? He thinks that Lance Stroll may leave Formula One at the end of 2024. See, now I've had an interesting conversation with someone about this because I think you and me both have been under the impression that Lance could never leave the sport while, you know, Daddy Stroll is at the helm. Mm -hmm. But from what we found out is that Daddy Stroll might not have as much power as we first anticipated. Yes. So apparently he's just a, he's a shareholder and he's only kind of responsible for about 30%. I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a big percent. It's and, a big and percent. And he definitely does have a say. Like, if, if Lance wants to be there and wants to be racing and there isn't unbelievable pressure on him, he's always going to be in that seat. Mm -hmm. But if Aston Martin build this new factory, which they have, which has cost millions and millions of pounds, like, to be paying Fernando Alonso will be a massive package. They want to recoup the cash. They're going to want to recoup the cash. Like, at the end of the day, these are businesses, there's other shareholders involved, there's other sponsors involved. And it's interesting because if he does leave, does the team even remain as Aston Martin? You know, you, a team can be bought. I guess the factory could be taken over. I mean, I want Aston Martin to remain in the sport, but I'm just saying if Lance goes, does that mean Aston go? No. Or could, so would Aston stay? I think so. British... You know, they're right next to Silverstone. I mean, yeah, they could change the name, but like, I, th I honestly think Aston Martin have a place on the grid. Yeah, they ha Aston Martin have to stay on the grid. Imagine like Bentley on the grid or like Rolls-Royce. So bad through the corners. <laughs> Super Ooh. heavy, like always overweight. What are the biggest car brands that have never been in F1? Now that's a question. Can you think? Because Ford, have Ford been in F1? Yeah. Say that. Ford have, haven't they? Ford, no. This is, these are the conversations that get us rinsed online, but like, I would have no idea. I've seen Ford branding on the side of an F1 car, I'm sure. Well, speaking of people leaving, it's, it's kind so of... we getting away from that as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah okay. It's raised a question in my head, you know, when the sad, sad day comes that Crofty isn't doing the commentary anymore, who steps up to the plate? Mm. Who do you want it to be? Me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you think you got what it takes? I think I have all of what it takes besides the knowledge. Yeah, but as we know, Crofty has it all written down in front of him. I thought you true. That's uh, one thing you've got to remember. Every single line that he reads out when he says, well, last time they won here, blah, blah, blah. That's not coming from the... Well, he obviously... A lot of it's research, mate. It's he coming from his, his multicolored book. Yeah. But he also... Well, his notebook. But he also has the book that he showed us. Mm -hmm. When we did the pod with him, if you haven't seen that, guys, check it out on YouTube. Um, he has a, a notebook where he has multicolored pens so that he can yeah. differentiate between certain facts. It's very, very clever how you do it. Yeah, it is. Okay, well, submit yourself for the next Formula so 1 I don't, I don't like to read, but I love audiobooks. So if I had audio fed into my ear and I could relay it, I think I have the energy, I have the passion, I just don't have the facts. Okay. Max Verstappen's broken a new record. Well done, Max. Max Verstappen now holds the record in F1 history for the most percentage of laps led in a single F1 season. Already. And we're only halfway through. 
Oh, God. He has broken the record. In second place was Jim Clark in 1963. And he's already got 78%. Now... I've just realised, as I've said, that that's really stupid because if he didn't, if he DNF the rest of the races and other people had got laps, his percentage would go down, wouldn't it? The bit that stood out to me there was you said we're halfway through the season, and I was about to say you're you're full of it. Are we not? Surely we are. Well, we're in August, and it seems like that's three quarter. I would say it's like three quarters of the way through, but there's still ten races left. Ten mate. races left, mate. We've got to go to some good places yet. We've got Vegas coming up yet. We've got Netherlands, we've got Monza, we've got Singapore, which I'm jealous that we're not going to because I would love to go to Singapore. Mm. We've got Japan, we've got Qatar, we've got the States, uh, we've got Mexico, Brazil, we've got the States again in Vegas, and then we've got Abu Dhabi. Another question for you. You see how much these teams bash their front wings? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In like, it's quite, every race probably at least two, three cars will snap a bit of a front wing or get a bit of damage or whatever. Mm. How much do you think a front wing... On a 2023 Formula One car costs for these cars on this grid. Honestly, over mm. 100 grand. Mate. I think it, I, I would say like 100, 150 grand. A set of them is 200 grand. A set, which is two, obviously, for each car. Right. So every time one of them gets a little... Yeah. Someone must be sat there going... A hundred grand, hundred grand. So 100, that's that ridiculous. A so hundred grand for a piece of plastic of carbon fiber. Well, that is ridiculous. It doesn't even do anything. Well, I, it does. It does a lot, mate. Know, it does but, a lot. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could buy a specked out Apple Mac that could last for like five years and that would cost five grand. You could buy a hundred of my car. <laughs> well, that puts it into perspective. You could buy a hundred Fabs Golfs. <laughs> For one front wing. Mm-hmm. No, I know sorry, what, for, for I, probably two. I know what I would want. I'd rather have a hundred of fast cars. <laughs> so would I, of your cars parked in the car park. Excuse me, guys. Yeah, can we get a... Can we just possibly get a hundred parking spaces? <laughs> All the same colour as I'm well. going to hire a public car park for the rest of my life. That's a ridiculous amount of money now. Give me more stuff. More how, facts. More questions. How much do you reckon a gearbox costs in one of these cars? About 70 grand. 275,000. I don't know why I thought it'd be less than a front wing. It's, uh, I just, I just couldn't believe that. Do you have more? Give me more. Uh, I've only got a couple more. Yeah. Uh, How much do you reckon the steering wheel? The steering wheel? Yeah, about 70 grand. 43,000 pounds. I was going to say 50. Which is a lot. And finally, I've got one more. The chassis. How much do you reckon the chassis costs? So if a car crashes, this is one thing that almost certainly needs to be replaced or at least fixed. 80 grand. Mate, 500,000 pounds. Oh my God. The chassis. Apparently the estimated cost of most cars on average on the grid put together is 13 million. All the cars combined? No, one car. One car is 13 million. So if you see a car crash and it looks like it's a complete, you know, DNF and it's fucked really, that's 13 million down the drain. Why does it cost so much? Why not it's just the lower the cost, but then lower the budget cap? It's it's all the little components. It's the carbon fiber. It's the special screws. You know, it's the yeah. wiring. I suppose it's, it's like the... saying, why don't they just print more money? It doesn't really work, does it? No, I always wondered that as well. Mm. I did. Max Verstappen could break another record in history as well. Only one driver ever has had a 100% podium finish in Formula One history. I know. Who? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> you just said you know. I know um, someone who has, has a 100% um, wi- uh, championship winning ratio. Who? 
The guy who drove the first ever season in Formula One. You're really confusing I me. I don't here. really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you've just completely thrown yourself under the bus because that about. is exactly what I've said. That would be a podium finish. Oh. 100% podium finish. That would make that him. Well, the guy, the first guy. But it's not him. This happened in no, 2002. No, you can still win a championship without having a podium every race. Okay, well, he's not on it. <clears throat> 2002, one person got 100% points, a podium finish. Who was it? Mag Webber? <laughs> Michael Schumacher. Not surprised. Michael Schumacher. Now, Max Verstappen could become the second person ever. Jim Clark missed out on one in 63. Lewis? Hamilton, Prost, and Vettel have all missed out by two. Hamilton missed out in 2015. I don't know why I read things like Jim Clark in 1963. I don't even know who Jim Clark is. Jim Clark's Heroes was a band fronted by <laughs> Travis McCoy, Heroes. who collaborated with, with Fallout Boy. And Travis um, McCoy, McCoy also is in a big collaboration with Alexis Kings. He is, that no one actually knows about. So you've just spilled the beans on that. Oh, so all of our three fans are now going to go crazy. Fab's band have a big song coming out. <laughs> Everyone do. should get excited for that. That's going to be a big summer banger. When's it coming out? Uh, Have I just thrown you under the bus completely? <laughs> whenever I've got any money to release it. It costs a lot of money to release. <laughs> Everything costs money. It man. does cost money. You wouldn't believe it. To release a song, you need a decent PR campaign behind you. You probably want some DJs to like remix it and stuff. Well, I, I know my way around a DJ booth. You do? Yeah. Yeah, the same way that you know your way around like a guitar or the kitchen or... <laughs> <laughs> Guys! Have you got any more facts? I'm out of facts! Well, we should end it there because this has been a really solid pod. Oh, how long's it been? It's been 37 minutes, mate. Oh, well, thanks for joining us for 37 minutes on the Pit Stop Podcast. Guys, if you're listening today and it's Friday, it means that you've probably got the whole weekend ahead of you. So have a lovely one, all right? I'm doing some fun stuff. Jake's going to be doing some fun stuff. We're separated this weekend. We are separated this weekend. We're, we're not breaking together. up. We're, we're, we're taking a break, like... It's just needed. You live together, you work together, just you know. Second. We don't go to an office, we don't have a lunch break. We walk from our bedrooms to the living room and we sit here and work all day. And we go to bed. Sometimes we share a bed. But not all the time. Cut that bit. <laughs> we don't share a bed. That's just bullshit. We, we used to. I know, you want, you want us to share a bed. I always knock on your door and you never answer. I know. I ignore you. I'm not sleeping. I just don't want to share a bed. <laughs> I know you're not sleeping. I can hear you on the phone to your girlfriend. No, you can probably see on the webcam that you've girlfriend. probably got in my room. Fab's got a girlfriend. Yeah, well, so does Jake. Do you want the world to know? We're going to bleep this bit. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pinstop Podcast. Please rate it five stars, hit the follow button, hit the like button, have an amazing weekend, and we'll see you guys on Sunday at 10 a.m. for a big guest with some go-karting. Big, hope you guys enjoy big it. Big guest, a whole, a whole 95 <laughs> kilos of him. You've given away his weight. Now everyone will know exactly who it is. Quick, end the episode. Bye. <laughs>